Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, October 23rd. Folks, it was a phenomenal weekend in sports. Holy cow. NFL Sunday was fantastic. Listen, I know I say never get too high, never get too low, but I'm on a bit of a high. It was an awesome week in gambling. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, I posted some, uh, some a, a couple of uh, multi-team teasers I hit in the NFL. Uh, the picks were great. Uh, three and one in the contest. Niners tonight. Riding high. Jets were on a bye, so I could really lock in to all the games. About the only blemish um, is Nakaxa, the soccer team I own. I got smashed for nothing. I got a red card. It was ugly. I, I was frustrated. And we stink. We're last in the entire league. But uh, fortunately, there is good news on the NFL front. Uh, the Miami Dolphins come back down to earth. The Buffalo Bills... Suddenly look ordinary. One of my summer takes starting to look good. Um, We've got some other interesting stuff. I mean, there's a lot of places to start. I actually would like to work in some Caleb Williams stuff, uh, USC. I'm seeing some real crazy stuff. Guy's getting out of pocket now. You know, Caleb Williams, everybody's riding high. Couple losses. People want to bash him. We will get into that. Um, Also, Kansas City Chiefs. But I'm going to start with Sunday Night Football. Um, Because if you guys remember, I think... The first two weeks of this podcast, the first two weeks of the NFL season, I was like raving about the Baltimore uh, Ravens were good. Um, they had some potential, but the Miami Dolphins were the team that really jumped out. Offensively, doing they're doing stuff nobody else is doing. The weather's warm in September. They're looking fast. Miami Dolphins came out of the gate strong. I love what I see. Mike McDaniel's awesome. And they ran into that roadblock in Buffalo. We knew that was coming. And they ran into another one last night in Philadelphia. Temperature a little colder, Right. Temperatures, I think high 40s, low 50s, um, outdoors, uh, loud, lubricated Philadelphia fan base that's about to celebrate the Phillies, hopefully going to the World Series here, maybe facing the Rangers, Game 7, Rangers-Astros, little MLB plug there. Yes, I did watch the end. I saw the Grand Slam. Um, and I, I'm watching Miami-Philly, and I had Philly in the game, minus 2.5, minus 3. And, and I just, I watch Miami, and folks, uh, the numbers here, like, you can score 70 on Denver and have 700 yards. And, oh, ooh, ooh, we torched Carolina. We dropped 42. You step up and play a Super Bowl contender in Buffalo and you get smashed. 
And then you step up and play a Super Bowl contender in Philly and you get waxed. Miami's offense, ladies and gentlemen, 12 first downs, 244 yards of offense. Third down, money down, four of 11. They had one trip to the red zone, this juggernaut of an offense. One trip to the red zone. They got, you know, some troubles on the offensive line. I believe they had three guys out on the line, couldn't really run the football. Do they miss HN? Certainly. The guy's a rookie. Now he's electric and he lit up the New York Giants in Denver. Whoop de damn do. Who hasn't been lighting those guys up? Although the Giants have kind of turned a corner defensively. But the Miami Dolphins kind of look like a bit of a paper tiger. The temperature's only getting colder. And if you can't run the football in Philly, and you can't really run when it matters in a close game against Buffalo, you could be able to do it in January, in Cincinnati, in frigid Arrowhead. I just, I don't know about Miami anymore. I know they're going to score points. They're great for fantasy. And they're probably going to be in the mix for a playoff spot. I will say this, Rob, I looked up the schedule for the Miami Dolphins and they had by many metrics, the toughest schedule in the league. The rest of the way, I think it's Bengals and Ravens have the toughest. Uh, They got to face New England this week. They're going to be double digit favorites. Uh, The rematch, this one's in South Beach. Then they host the Chiefs. Then it's a layup against the Raiders. They've got to face the Jets two more times. The Dolphins... Ravens and Bills. That that ending schedule against four of the elite defenses in the NFL, Jets, Cowboys, Ravens, Bills, will be difficult. If they're not at nine or ten wins, I don't know that they're going to get, they're going to lock in as a playoff spot. This Miami team just, uh, I mean, again, I'm not bashing them because this was expected, but we now know the book on Miami. They can't really stop the run. They got pushed around at the line of scrimmage. Jalen Hurts made some great plays when it mattered. Now, I'll say this, Jalen Hurts had two colossal screw-ups uh, a fumble in his, like, what, his own 25-yard line led to a field goal. And then a just a horrible pick six. I know it was deflected, but, like, bro, read the guy jumping in your face. And, and that was run back. Other than that, Miami, they probably don't hit double digits, folks. I mean, that's how bad and lopsided this game was. I don't know. Rob, maybe I'm being too harsh on Miami, but I see Philadelphia as good, and this was expected. Philadelphia's going to have some problems coming up here. Um, and We'll see, but... I, I do like this Eagles team a lot. I'm just, I'm not totally out on Miami. I can still see them getting to the playoffs and winning a game, but I don't see them, Rob, having the ability to go to a Cincinnati, a Baltimore, a Buffalo in January when, when the temperatures are in the 20s and pulling off the win. I just don't see it. I will respectfully disagree with you. Okay. I think uh, last night's game said more about the Philadelphia Eagles than it did about the Miami Dolphins. If I'm a Dolphins fan... The loss to Buffalo a few weeks ago was a lot hurt more, I think, than the loss last night to Philadelphia. And for two reasons, you brought it up right off the top. If you're going to play the Philadelphia Eagles and that monstrous offensive and defensive lines that they have, like they're easily the best offensive line, defensive line, they're right up there, maybe top two or three at worst. So if you're going to go toe to toe with them, you need to be able to combat those two things. Being down three offensive linemen, particularly three all on the same side, center, left guard, left tackle, did not bode well for this team. And, and I know that, you know, the Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua, like that, the show is what gets all the sizzle. But deep down, this team, a la the Chip Kelly Oregon teams back in the day, this is a running team. Like they they make their bones in the run game with the play action game, Mostert, HN, and you know, they're going to work back in Jeff Wilson Jr. here in a few weeks. You know, he played a little bit last night, but I'm sure he's going to be a, 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 a guy to monitor. 
they are built off the run game, the misdirection, the play action. And when you can't fire off the ball at all against that defensive line, it really puts them in a tough situation because all of those smoke and mirrors, backdoor, you know, uh, RPO actions, they, they just don't work like they normally would. That's number one. But number two, on the flip side, defensively, if you're Miami, obviously you don't have the horses up front to match up with their offensive line. So your best way to slow down the run game is to commit a lot of guys to the box and hope your corners can can hold up against A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. I think if the Miami Dolphins are healthy, bringing in Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, if both those guys are available, this Fair. is a different ballgame. No, no, I'm not saying Miami's going to win that game, but it's definitely a lot closer than than – you know what they only had 10 offense or what 10 offensive points for Miami and it was a, a double digit game for for most of the game there. No, that's a um, yeah, the the Ramsey thing yeah, is interesting. Yeah, so if if if, yeah. if if I if I'm Miami, I think that you know, you take some things from this game that you didn't like, you know, some things that you did like and I think you move forward and kind of just flush it because this one to me is not as bad as the Buffalo loss a few weeks. Yeah, ago. that's a good point about Ramsey and Howard were missing. Um the young kid, uh, I spaced on his name. He got lit up by Stefan Diggs badly a few weeks ago. And I, I'm pretty sure he was the one tugging on A.J. Brown's cape. Yes, I said cape because A.J. Brown is like Superman uh, on that awesome play downfield deep. Um, you're right. They don't have the horses in secondary now. But Vic Fangio will probably, when he gets those guys back in December, this, this defense could look different because you could get more pressure up front and leave your quarterbacks on islands. You trust them. Rob, you just, something you just said, uh, triggered me to look up the stat because I remember a lot of offensive line uh, and defensive line penalties on the Dolphins. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, zero penalties, zero yards. I don't, re- I mean, I, that's stunning. Dolphins, 10 penalties for 70 yards. 10 penalties and zero on the other side. So Miami not quite buttoned up. They're still injured. So it's a not a total punt of the Dolphins. It's just, I think right now, the version we're seeing, I think they definitely have a ceiling. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being in a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last minute, amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. I do want to move to a team that doesn't have a ceiling, Rob. The Kansas City Chiefs, who take down the Chargers. If you remember the podcast this past week, we had two gamblers on who both said the Chiefs line felt short. Uh, I think it was Rufus who said the Chiefs line should have been nine. I don't think the Chargers scored in the second half. And I don't want to say that Kansas City's defense, it was all about them. It was really the Kansas City offense. Rob, they had, just to get correct, 321 passing yards in the first half. All I've been hearing is, oh, Mahomes doesn't have the receivers, you know, blah, blah, blah. 321 in the first half. It was unbelievable. Mahomes did whatever he wanted. Travis Kelsey, so much for the whole, uh, you know, Derwin James, man. He's one of the better defenders. On Travis Kelsey, look, the numbers of five, six meetings. I mean, Travis Kelsey was open all day. He's catching passes and signaling and looking for Taylor Swift in the in the crowd. And I will say, yes, uh, I know Rob's out on the whole Taylor Swift stuff. Um, and people are going to be like, oh, that story's overplayed. Listen, Taylor Swift doing like football dances with Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend in the box. I think that's funny. I think that's cool. I'm a Taylor Swift guy. I know not everybody is. Uh, Rob, I guess your daughter's not yet a Swifty. But um, I'll just say, I think right now this, the Chiefs aren't super fun to watch. Defensively, they are very, very good. I, I, I almost wonder if the most interesting thing about them right now is Taylor Swift. Because it's I don't want to say they're boring, Rob, but they're not the teams of Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins with the huge, big play, boom, gotcha. Um, you know, they like to just... The, the, uh, Isaiah Pacheco ground and pound, and then they'll just slowly wear you down with Chris Jones and the young cornerbacks. They're not like a spectacular watch, Rob. Think about it. That Detroit Lions game, that wasn't a great watch. The uh, I know they didn't have Kelsey. Um, a Denver Broncos Thursday night game, that was ugly. The I mean, the Bears game was like 42-10. But from my point of view, like the Chiefs aren't, they're not as uh, sexy as they used to be. And now, fortunately, Taylor Swift has kind of juiced up the team. And I find them interesting because of Taylor Swift. It's almost like they're, they're, they're pulling stats now. Travis Kelsey's numbers when Taylor Swift is in attendance are massive. He's putting up bigger numbers when she shows up at games. It's, it's kind of interesting, no? Come on, get on board, baby. Well, first off, let me correct you. My, my daughter is a Swift. Mm. To, to the extent that a four-year-old can yes, be. Yes. She, she, there's a couple of songs that she knows and she likes, and my wife absolutely loves it, that they can sing along to a couple of Taylor Swift songs. But to your point about the Chiefs, I tweeted out during the game yesterday, that this was the most complete Chiefs team in the Mahomes era. And I think I might have been too middle of the road there. This, I'm going to say it now on on straight fire, this is the best Kansas City Mm. Chiefs team in the Patrick Mahomes era. 
because that defense is a legitimate upper echelon unit in the NFL. It is a top five to seven defense in the NFL. And I think they're only going to get better the more those young secondary players play. Fun fact for you. Think about this. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you know, that all that holy triumvirate there in Kansas City. Do you know that they haven't allowed a single team to score more than 20 points against them Hmm. this season? So even while Patrick Mahomes is, I I stand by this, that is a below average wide receiver room. Like no matter what, that is not great. But Patrick Mahomes with Travis Kelsey and a bunch of dudes can throw for 400 plus yards. Yeesh. Like, like that says a lot about him. It says a lot about Andy Reid and their scheme. It says a lot about Travis Kelsey and, and his ability to navigate the, the soft spots in any zone that he's going against. It doesn't matter. Him and Patrick Mahomes have this unreal chemistry. It's like Jokic and Jamal Murray in Denver. Like, it, it's just uncanny. But <laughs> suddenly... An Andy Reid team is led by defense. Well, and you know that's not going to be the case all season. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually one of these receivers is going to pop, maybe not to like a, a legitimate wide receiver one or even a legitimate wide receiver two, but like a low end wide receiver two type player. And maybe it's Rasheed Rice, maybe it's uh, Sky Moore. MVS had a big long touchdown there yesterday. One of these guys is going to become like a league average wide receiver. And as long as Patrick Mahomes can stay upright, that offensive line is good. Travis Kelsey is still very effective. Like, I don't know what the recipe is to beat them. Yeah. Like, you, we've, we've seen the worst version of this offense, and it was the first month and a half of the season. It, I, I don't expect them to take a, I don't expect them to throw for 300 yards and a half again, but I don't expect them to take a huge step back moving forward offensively. This, this Chiefs team is easily the best team in football right now. Yeah, they, uh, I now I went and looked up their schedule of quarterbacks. You're like they haven't allowed anyone to score over 21 points. Um, so I was like, okay, they played golf in the opener. They got 21. Um, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert. Um, so that's not that's not like a Baltimore Ravens opposing slate of quarterbacks. That's 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 tough. I think the, the the emergence of the offense now finding like Rice appears to be the guy. Everybody thought it would be Sky Moore. It's pretty clearly like Rasheed Rice, the young kid, is is, is that dude. Um, even Miko Hardman picked up from the Jets this week. Did you see on that key third down in the red zone? Yeah. Five, and like yeah. Tony Romo called it out. He's like, yeah, watch Hardman coming across the middle. It was like, bang, like Romo. I guess he's still on his game. Uh, but yeah, I think the Chiefs far and away right now, best team in the AFC. Um Niners are dinged up. We we just got word Debo Samuel is going to miss uh, MNF tonight. And uh, Trent Williams is doubtful. Christian McCaffrey, maybe. So at the, 49ers are too beat up. I think the Chiefs are most complete, most complete. But, Rob, that's right now. And we all know nobody wins a Super Bowl in October. Let's see where you are uh, here in a few weeks. Um, and the, December, uh, the calendar turns to December and January. I think that is when we'll start to know who's the best because – I don't know. You're seeing some of these some of these injuries. It feels like the Chiefs are impervious. Like they're not getting injuries. I hope that I'm not trying to jinx them or anything. Um, uh, but let's go to the Ravens, who have been kind of banged up. And Rob, this Ravens team, man, I, I don't want to say I was wrong about them because I don't think they're totally locked in yet. Like, but they're taking advantage of bad opponents and they're winning, kind of like Miami does. 
But this was a test against a Detroit team that Detroit's defense was number one against the run. Um, Ravens ran for, I don't know, felt like 600 yards. Uh, the official number is Ravens 146 rushing yards. Detroit had not allowed a 100-yard rusher. Had not allowed 100 yards for an opposing team. Ravens had 100 in the third quarter. Um, Detroit's offense was had been a juggernaut. Uh, at halftime, it was 28 nothing. And Jared Goff and company, midway through the third quarter, this is a crazy stat, because I'm watching Red Zone and they flash stuff on the screen, so I, I take pictures of it. Midway through the third quarter, yards, Ravens, 325, Detroit, 13. This was, in all senses of the word, uh, an, an annihilation, an embarrassment. I feel bad saying like, hey, Detroit, number one seat. I'll take a quick 20-second timeout, Rob, quick 20-second timeout. This is a week-to-week league, everybody. As bad as Detroit looked this week, let me see who they got next week. I, I, I think I already circled them. Um, I don't, I don't have it right in front of me, but it's a week to week league and they're not going to be this, the, the lions are not this bad. They're also not as great as the team that's held like what the last three opponents to like doing nothing. Um, so what are they? Are they an upper echelon team? And there's like, yes, Kansas city and San Fran at the top. And then there's like a next tier. Are they in that next tier? Well, I don't know. Baltimore seems to be in that next tier. <laughs> Detroit doesn't seem to be. Um, I don't know. It's one of those moments where it's like, oh, Jared Goff outside. Well, no, Jared Goff's done okay outside. Mm, not here. He was, I mean, he was awful. They couldn't protect him. I think they sacked him five times. Here's the weird thing, Rob. This Detroit defense, maybe they're the paper tiger and not the Miami offense. Because all I kept hearing from Lions fans when I when I said, well, the Detroit run D can, can be leaky. I mean, Rob, they sent me all of them. I didn't reply to any of them. They said, you said this on the herd. Look at this video. You're wrong. The Detroit run defense is awesome. I mean, they got run over. And by the way, the secondary, if you watched any of that first half, it's guys wide open. I charted nine plays of over 20 yards for the Ravens in the first half. So then the question becomes, Rob, was this Ravens performance an outlier for Baltimore or Detroit? Or was this just like, this is really who these teams are. I texted my Lions buddy friend. Um, hey, these are the same old effing Lions. And he's like, well, yeah, kind of looks like, you know, he's a diehard Lions fan. I don't know. Are, are they good? Like, this, like, you know, we expected them to lose, although I thought the Lions could win this game. And when you come out with an ass kicking like this, you start to question some things. But remember, the last team that had got their butts kicked like this was Dallas against San Fran. Dallas bounced back against the Chargers. Let's see how the Lions respond to some adversity I think, I think they'll be okay. Remember, running back room's banged up. Um, they need Montgomery back. He's really, really good. Um, the defense, I don't know. They got a lot of questions to answer. I'll tell you what. I'm willing to bet that the Lions are going to be just fine because next Monday night, they host my Las Vegas Raiders. Oh! Ooh, so if better. there was ever a get-right game on the schedule. Maybe I need to go bet that. Josh maybe. McDaniels and company coming into town. I, I, I think you were right to, as you said, circle the Detroit Lions in week eight. Is that under 10? Because I think... Uh, uh, I'll pull up the line like, right now. It's probably open up, what, seven and a half, eight? Well, it depends. If Jimmy guess, G's right. back, that matters because Hoyer, holy cow, he's terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, Jimmy G, I, I don't know if he still does, but last I checked, he was leading the NFL in interceptions. So, you know, it is what it is. Okay. But as far as Baltimore, this is kind of who they are. And I don't mean that like as a compliment. <laughs> Follow me here for a second. It's harsh. Yesterday, 
on Sunday, they became the first team this season to score a touchdown on each of their first four drives. That includes the San Francisco demolition of Pittsburgh in week one. That includes the 70 burger the Miami Dolphins put up. Like we've seen some massive, massive scoring numbers this season, you know, here and there. And they were the first ones to do it where they score a touchdown on the first four drives. On the flip side, that same Lamar Jackson led Baltimore Ravens team inexplicably lost to the Indianapolis Colts and Gardner Minshew a few weeks ago. Like, on one hand, they can blow out the Lions. They can smash the Cleveland Browns, I believe they did a few weeks ago, and then they yeah. lose a game like that. Hmm. Like, they are, their peaks are right up there with anybody, right up, right up there with the Niners, the Eagles, the Chiefs. The problem is, is that sometimes they, they get into these situations. I don't know if they play down to their competition or because their style of play is, is unique. And, um, you know, they're a predominantly running team. And then this actually, this was the first time yesterday where I thought that we saw that new look offense and full display where they're yeah. kind of spraying the ball over the plays. And that was awesome to see. And you hope that they can do that more often, but they are a, a more consistent roller coaster team than like Buffalo. Like if Buffalo is the extreme version, they're like the, the Disneyland version where it's like only a couple of times are going to be a little roller coaster, but you know, if, if they can play to their capability, they can absolutely whap anybody. But the problem is they don't always play that way. Yeah, and the health has been an issue for Baltimore. They got to stay yes, healthy in the secondary. Absolutely. Um, but right now, Rob, on a neutral field, who are you taking? Baltimore or Buffalo? Oh, Baltimore, for sure. And I think everybody would say that. Um, the Buffalo Bills are not the same team that they were when they smashed Miami by 30 a couple weeks ago. They're, they're just not. So much has changed since then. Um, losing Milano. I forget if he went down against in the Jacksonville game or if it was, uh, yes. In the Jacksonville Jacksonville game. Yep. Tredavious white must've been against Miami, but the defensive losses have been just too much to overcome because when Mac Jones can repeatedly deliver against you. And then after your improbable comeback where the bills, I think had, they were down 22, 10 in the fourth with like six minutes left. They went touchdown Kendrick Bourne fumble, uh, touchdown, and Buffalo's winning. You're like, holy cow. Well, that's a shocker. Can Mac Jones go down and, and, and get you the win? Or is he going to turn it over and, and give Buffalo a cover they don't deserve? And Mac Jones went right down the field. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, um, a couple plays. And it was like, easy. I mean, that's not something that Mac Jones has had all season. Everything's been a massive chore. Now they are getting a little healthier on the offensive line. But Buffalo's defense, Rob, it just it looks kind of toothless right now. And they took advantage. They cannot defend tight ends. Uh, running backs out of the backfield. Like, I mean, Kendrick Bourne had a game. The kid Douglas looks kind of, kind of, he's got some juice, the small kid. Um, I don't know. It, it, I said this summer, Buffalo's Super Bowl window was closing. And it would slam shut this year. They are now sitting, I just want to get accurate, Rob. Are they four and three? Yes. The Buffalo Bills are now four and three. And they have not looked good three straight weeks. Um, I, you know, I think you'd be silly to not be concerned. Uh, it sounds like Buffalo fans, Rob, are pinning this on Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, or blaming him for slow starts. Um, Jacksonville was a slow start last week against the Giants was slow. Um, and then this week was a slow start uh, again. Trey, I think they, they gave up a field goal to the Patriots. Josh Allen throws an interception on the first play. Patriots score a touchdown, 10, nothing. 
and Josh Allen's like barely warm. So these slow starts, there's something there, but the defense just isn't what it used to be. And I will just remind people this. McDermott had to do something after that loss in the postseason to Cincinnati. And what he did was he took back the defense from Leslie Frazier. It still isn't clear if he just kicked Frazier to the curb or it was like an amicable parting or it was like, hey, I'm taking away play calling. And Frazier said, well, I'm that I'm not doing that. So something happened and the defense just, it's not the same. I know they bottled up Sam Howell, but who the hell doesn't do that? I mean, Sam Howell has, is on track to be sacked. I mean, the number's like not even believable. I think it's 98. Um, like they, they, the Bills sacked him like nine times. Sam Howell's on sack on pace to be sacked 96 times. He's been sacked 40 times. Like, let's stop giving Buffalo credit for killing Washington a few weeks back, you know? Um, I don't know. Four and three. Schedule is not easy. I don't want to say miss the playoffs, Rob. That's a bit uh, too hot of a take, but I'll say this. That AFC North, the Browns won, the Steelers won, and the Ravens won. Cincinnati had a bye. Joe Burrow's healthier. There's a chance. I mean, there's a scenario where I know those teams beat each other up, but Three out of those four make the playoffs. We'll see what happens with Watson's injury. Um, but Kenny Pickett looked a lot better against the Rams now that he's got Deontay Johnson back. Um, they incorporated more Jalen Warren off the bye, the running back. Like, Pittsburgh's good, people, okay? Uh, Cincinnati has Burrow. Um, if I'm Buffalo, I'm a little nervous looking forward. You got you got a bad loss on the books to the Giants. Um I think this is a bad loss to a Patriots team that was one in five. And then I saw, you know, one of these Patriot homers. Robbie, you ready for this Patriot stat? So in the last Maybe. three years, there has been a two a team that started two and five make the playoffs. In 2020, Washington started two and five with Taylor Heineke snuck in. 2021, the Eagles started two and five. And I think that's when they went to Jalen Hurts. And started running the football and they got in. And last year, the Jags started two and five and made the playoffs. Is there a team at two and five to you that looks like they could get in the playoffs? And don't say the Patriots because they're not getting in the playoffs. Like, just don't go there. But there, there could be one that maybe jumps out at two and five. Something magical happens when the third quarter ends and the fourth quarter begins. The energy changes. The fourth quarter is where games are won, where champions are made. And in business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win in Q4 and close the year strong. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. Smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. And with an easy-to-use deal management tool, reps can find, track, and close deals all in one place. Plus, AI forecasting helps you accurately predict future success, which means less hoping for deals and more crushing targets. Put your sales team on the fast track to win Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com slash sales. Who else is to, well, I'll look it up right now, but okay. while I'm looking it up, can we just quote, can we put the air bunnies around the Deshaun Watson injury, quote unquote injury? Oh, because concussion? now this is the second consecutive, this is the second consecutive, what? injury again air quotes that he sustained because remember he had the shoulder issue yeah. and i'm not saying he doesn't have a legitimate shoulder rotator cuff deep bruise whatever it is but this is now the second time that the browns medical staff has cleared him to return to play 
and he just did not play. Wow. So the shoulder, he was cleared on September 30th, and he, he took him another three weeks to come back after he was already medically cleared. And then we find out on Sunday from uh, Kevin Stefanski that he got the concussion protocol, cleared concussion protocol, and then did not return to the game. Well, so, I mean, that that's not a good look for Deshaun agreed. Watson. Did you see? You know, so Watson threw one pick on the sideline and it was horrendous. Yes. Was like, what the hell is that? So then the next series, he's like eludes some pressure and throws what should have been an even worse pick. But the guy dropped it. And on that play was where he banged his head and they pulled him out. And I think Stefanski was like, yo, let's just shut him down. He's not ready. He clearly isn't ready. Um, I don't know. To is that bad? <laughs> Whoa. I, I just think it's not, it's not, it can't be a, it can't endear him to his teammates to know that twice now he's been medically cleared because most, you know how these NFL players are. Like these guys are playing with torn shoulders, yeah. uh, high ankle sprains, broken ribs. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's going to play tonight. They said he has a tear in his oblique. Like that's got to be one of the most painful injuries to have just to move around and you're a running back. And he's like, no, I'm going to play. Like just, just deal with it. Shoot me up with Toradol or whatever it takes. I'm going to play. So that that's got to be you know difficult. Looking at your two and five situations here, and there's, it's very slim Look, pickings. I, I, can I count the two and four teams just because they haven't played enough games? Whether you give me that like that um, grace for a second? Oh, okay, uh, go for it. Okay, so the qualifying teams would be the Patriots, the Titans, no, the Chargers, maybe the Giants. Whoa, Denver. You skipped over Denver. Broncos, two and five. Well, they're oh yes, two and five. Denver Broncos. Would you Broncos. consider them? No. Okay. The Vikings, the Packers, the Bears, and that's it. Packers are awful right now. Oh my god. I mean, if if I they had to pick really one, bad. I would probably go the Vikings. Because you know I love me some Kirk Cousins. Well, they got to lose tonight. They might not get to two and five. Well, they, yeah, they I think be... they're probably going to lose. Tonight, well, I but... don't know. I okay, don't know. so it, let's say they don't lose, or let's say that they win. So we're gonna pick a different team. Can, can I pick the Chicago Bears after what? What was it? T Bag? That's his nickname. <laughs> Is that Tyler his Bag? Can I? I've not I heard saw on that. Twitter. Is that his nickname? Hashtag T Bag. Apparently, oh, I, I didn't know if that was wow. true, but I like that. I like the cut of his jib, man. And I oh, saw him a little please. bit last week against Carolina and I, what he did to the Raiders. I, the one thing I'll say about him is this. The moment did not look too big for him in either of those two games. He did not look like an undrafted rookie quarterback, you know, make, taking his first snaps at, at a high level football. He, he looked like a rookie, but he didn't look scared. And that's more than you can say for a lot of these guys. Brian Hoyer looks scared, right? Desmond Ritter at times looks scared. Um, Bryce Young, even at times, looks scared. Like he's afraid to pull the trigger. Okay. And that kid didn't. So I guess if I had to pick one, I can't pick the Vikings. Give me the Chicago Bears. Uh, that nickname is killer. <laughs> I'm cracking up here. Uh, so <laughs> I, I did, I was on the Bears in the contest. I mean, easy, easy winner. Sorry to your Raiders. But basically, they, it was like, we're just going to go by, if this is there, great, take it. If not, tuck and run. He had zero pass attempts over 15 air yards. We don't want to risk anything. Basically, they, they just it was the most basic. There was very little tape on this kid. So uh, clearly, the Raiders did not know what to expect, and they weren't ready for his wheels. I think the Chargers will be ready. Um, I've already bet this. Uh, that was the first bet that I made. I bet the Chargers. Nine and a half is a big number. They are at home at SoFi against the Bears. Now, if Chicago's plucky early, that could be a Bears crowd. Uh, we heard Steelers. I had a Steelers buddy who was there and was like, dude, it was at least 70% Steelers. Um, 
the only problem is the number is nine and a half. Is that too rich for your blood? Chargers favored by, by nine and a half. Hell yeah. Why would you trust the Chargers giving up nine and a half? I, this points? is a fade of T-Bag. T- 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 um, I, I think Bosa and Mac are going to come after him. I think Staley will cook up some stuff. Um, I, I, I think the Chargers win. Handle. Now, I will be in attendance uh, for that game. I don't know what our podcast schedule will be. <laughs> next. By the way, next three Sundays, I, 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 I've, got it, I've got it up against it. Um, I, I, we'll see, unless I somehow back out of Jets Raiders in Vegas. Um, but the herd staff told me I, I cannot fly back Monday morning. I have to fly back Sunday night. Um, <laughs> so I, we'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, I, I, the Chargers were the fir- first bet. Um, all right, real quick, Rob, I want to wrap up. Before we get to best bet, I need a word on Caleb Williams. Um, did you watch any of that train wreck? Yes. On Sunday night. Okay. Did yeah, you read the Bill Plaschke column in the LA Times? Not his most recent. I read the one where he said they were going to go 12 and 0, and obviously that didn't work out. Yes, it did not. But work. no, I haven't read his. his in, in supposed breakthrough USC season, Lincoln Riley has been a bust. And uh, I mean, he. Plaschke, who's an L.A. columnist, old school guy, just eviscerates Lincoln Riley. And listen, there's a lot to hammer him for. The number that is shocking here. So after 22 games, Clay Helton, who nobody liked, was 17 and 5. After 22 games, Lincoln Riley is, you guessed it, 17 and 5. And Clay Helton did not have Caleb Williams or anyone in his stratosphere. Um, Williams... And I said this after the Notre Dame game and, you know, uh, Cowherd staff was like, we got to talk about this. And they pulled my tweets and put it on the show. And Colin's like, Jay, you need to settle down. Come on. uh, And I'm just, I was saying stuff like, listen, it looks like Caleb Williams and his camp are spending so much time looking at the NFL standings and where he's going to go and mock drafts. And what about this? And I don't want to go here and all this not that they almost had like lost focus. And I I thought Caleb was way, way off in the Notre Dame game. Like, didn't know what was coming. Ill-prepared. And then came Utah. And you know what's coming in Utah. And this was the first game in his career he did not have a touchdown pass. He did have a good touchdown run there late to give him the lead. And the defense melted and stinks. And the D.C. should be fired or reassigned or whatever real damn soon. Um, I'm not off the Caleb Williams, Rob. He's obviously a very special talent and the skills are there. But once people start doing some puncturing, they start coming up with stuff like this. Oh, look, Caleb Williams is amazing, amazing when facing non-top 25 teams. You know, the dregs of the Pac-12. He's going to hang big numbers on Arizona and whoever else. But when Caleb Williams is playing top 25 teams, Utah, Notre Dame, his completion percentage drops off 20 percentage points to 51%. He's averaging 172 yards passing a game. And he's got six touchdowns and six interceptions. Listen, he's not a, a West Coast kid who's soft and will struggle if he goes to cold Chicago. He's not one of those guys. He's from the D.C. area. Okay? I like Caleb Williams a lot. I think he's got a, a great chance. But... You know how Josh Allen has gotten into those YOLO things where he just thinks he can make stuff happen and chuck it? I'm seeing a lot of that with Caleb Williams. Now, his offensive line stinks. Okay, it's terrible. Um, But it's almost like every play is just freelancing, Rob. And I like Caleb Williams a lot. I still think he's going to be a really, 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 really good pro. But it feels like 
he's not dropping back and going through progressions to make the play. It's like, oh, this isn't there. Oh, they took that away. Let me just run around and try to scramble. Like, listen, you can do that in the Pac-12. You can't do that in the NFL. It will not work. Like, there is a ceiling on that stuff. We're seeing Lamar Jackson win really nicely from the pocket. It's taken a few years. Um, And just to add, and I'm not bashing Caleb Williams. I just need to be clear. But Drake May is looking really, really good. And I know they lost to UVA and UVA's putrid. And how does that happen? Drake May couldn't get the win. Like, stop with the wins. Like, watch the poise in the pocket. Look at the arm strength. He's delivering all the throws, tight windows. He now has a stud receiver who's probably going to be a first-round pick. That kid, Ted Wa- Tez Walker, is off the charts good. Um, but, Rob, I don't, am I being too harsh on Caleb after two losses? I, the losses are not all about him, but it's like I, I haven't seen total greatness, and I know everybody's had struggles. Trevor Lawrence had a couple bad games at Clemson. Andrew Luck had some bad games at Stanford. I, I just... I'm starting to um, not question the greatness, but just maybe we need to slow down. This guy is not going to be some transformative, uh, massive superstar right out of the gate. Like, it's going to take some time. Yeah, I think anybody who was thinking that was foolish because history tells us none of these guys are transformative superstars right out of the gate. Pick your favorite quote-unquote can't-miss quarterback. They all struggled. I believe uh, Trevor Lawrence was 5-20 and 20 to start his career. I think um, Peyton Manning threw more interceptions than touchdowns his, his rookie year. Uh, Andrew Luck came out of the gate, and they, I believe they won 10 games or 11 games and made the playoffs, but I, he, had a turn, he had an interception problem early in his career, even all the way to the end of his career because he retired early. Like, There's no such thing as a sure thing when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. And I just wanted to update the stats because that, that number you read about Caleb Williams versus top five or top 25 teams. That's actually been updated because this is now the sixth team that he's played that oh. fit that criteria. So instead of throwing for 172, he's actually throwing for 184. So we can't shortchange him that extra 12 oh, yards. Yeah, sorry about that's those 12 a, yards. Yes. That's a big, big deal for Caleb Williams. But the same thing, six touchdowns, six picks, not great. Look, when you watch him play, and because I live in the West Coast, I'm able to watch a lot of Caleb Williams because they play a lot of, you know, 5 p.m., 7 p.m. start times here in the West. That's just kind of late for some people in the East Coast. The comparisons to Patrick Mahomes are spot on because early Patrick Mahomes played exactly the way Caleb Williams does now. Freelancing, his best stuff is off platform, scramble, 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 and make a ridiculous throw to a streaking Tyreek Hill. Caleb Williams does all those same things. The the comparisons to even a young Aaron Rodgers type, even though Aaron Rodgers was probably further advanced than this, but Aaron Rodgers, you know, back then his best stuff was off schedule because he could just make things happen, extend plays with his feet and then fire like a 40 yard rope down the sidelines over the defender's, you know, helmet. Like that's what he was. Caleb Williams is like that. And to your point, he doesn't play within the, the structure of the offense, at least not yet. That's not what he does. So if you're expecting him to go to a team that's going to ask him to play like that, you you're, probably going to be disappointed like he's at his best when he's playing that backyard style and maybe you can break it out of him in a couple of years in his NFL career the same way that Andy Reid did to Patrick Mahomes but you're going to have to live with that to start off with and so I'm still high on him I still think he's going to be a, a obviously a franchise yeah. quarterback I hope my Raiders can get him 
But um, if you thought coming into this season, even before these last three weeks where he struggled, that you thought he was going to be a can't miss, surefire, whoever gets him is going to win 10 games, then no, he's not that at all. And we should add, Mahomes sat for a year. Um, nobody yes. said when they were drafting him, oh, that's our franchise guy. No, I don't I don't remember that being said at all. Um, obviously, they liked him a lot. And oh, by the way, they had this guy named Andy Reid who knows a little bit about offense. I mean, we'll see where Caleb ends up. Um, but you know the pressure will be on him. It will not be on Drake Bay uh, because he's going second, uh, likely. Um, it's going to be fascinating. By the way, um, Bears did get a dub. I think they have two wins now or one? They have two, two and five. Remember, they're my two okay. and five pick. Yeah. T-Bag. Two and five. Shout out. So two <laughs> and five, Carolina winless. Bears have that. And Arizona fell to one and six. Nice cover by Seahawks. Uh, way too close. Um, I think Arizona's going to, uh, we'll see. I think they're going to be down there with one of the top three uh, picks in the draft. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, I would take a close, close look at a big favorite this week, the Seattle Seahawks. This is a mismatch against an Arizona secondary that's horrendous. Seattle should have Metcalf and Lockett running wild. I think Arizona's running out of gas. They are outscored more than anyone else in the fourth quarter. They're getting obliterated in second halves. I think Seattle rolls them. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code STRAIGHTFIRE. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, we'll quickly wrap up. Lengthy Monday pod. Um, Monday Night Football. I don't even know if this is a good one. Um, Niners, Vikings. I do have a fear because I did. I'm already looked at the lines for next week. I did tell you I bet the Chargers. Um, the other game that I got was uh, no, no, it was not Philly. I thought it was Philadelphia. I did not take Philly against Washington again. Uh, I might go back to the Saints. Well, against the Colts, um, it's, it's going to be tough to stomach, but. Did, I looked ahead at the schedule, and San Fran's plays Cincinnati next week. And that's obviously a big game, Super Bowl potential preview. Um, how locked in are they uh, against Minnesota? A, a team that stinks. A team that is down Justin Jefferson. Um, I, I, I just wonder if San Fran just goes in, does just enough, and wins 17-13 in a game that should not be that close, and they don't cover, you know? I, I mean, I think San Fran's a better side. This dipped down to six and a half on Sunday when it was ruled that Debo's out and uh, Trent Williams is questionable. But then you look at the Vikings, you're like, Vikings can't take advantage of that. Um, Kyle Shanahan should have his way with this Flores defense. Flor- uh, you know, Flores did a good job last week against Justin Fields and Badgett, which that's not saying anything. Um, I think San Fran, I, I do worry about these primetime games getting weird. Weird stuff happens. Um, that Jacksonville Saints game Thursday, just strange as hell. Um, I, I'll ride with Brock Purdy. I wonder if there is added pressure on Purdy coming off his first regular season loss. Remember, they win that game, Rob, if the kid hits the kick from 41. So, and this is probably seven and a half, eight instead of seven or six and a half. Um, I, I like the Niners here. I'll go Niners 23, Vikings 14. That feels right to me. And, and to your point, um, I actually need that kind of score because oh. in order for me to avoid falling to two and five in my fantasy league, Ooh. I need 35 combined points between Brandon Ayuk and TJ Hawkinson. So I need some scoring out on the field. A 17-13 game is not going to get it done for me. So you'll need like three and, touchdowns um, between these two, those two? Yes, between the, between the two of them. That's doable. Does your opponent have anybody? No. So I'm down 34, 34 and a half heading into tonight's games. And you know what's frustrating? I don't want to get off on a tangent is that I have the second highest scoring team in the league. And if I do not get 35 points from Hawkinson and Ayuk, I will fall to two and five. Mm. So That's frustrating. fantasy sucks. Fantasy. Yeah, last year you were talking trash. Remember? Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm in a, a league where I sat. It was a last second decision. Jamison Williams. Oh, he could. All he hits is he hits one bomb. Boom. 
Uh, I should start him over Josh Downs. I think the Browns secondary, Denzel Ward will lock him up. Josh Downs touchdown on the opening drive, finishes with 23 fantasy points. Jamison Williams, a friggin' goose egg. Um, so I'm nursing a lead. I have Ray Ray McLeod in a pinch. Ray Ray McLeod. Can he get a reverse for a touchdown? Is that because he's going to be playing the Debo role, you know? I mean, I mean we'll see. I, I, but I also need ha- it to win, though. Well, I'm up like like twelve or something, but he has he has Jordan Addison. Um, I don't know. Maybe ah, I should. Okay. You know what I could do is I could put in the kid Mason in play the running back in place of Ray Ray McLeod. Oh mm-hmm. no, I can't. Rob, damn it! I think I started Ray Ray at receiver. This is just uh, amateur hour on my part. Wait, let me look at it. I know everybody cares about my fantasy team. Mother. Yeah, because it might make more sense to go with Mason and take like the floor of four points rather yeah, than no, the risk of a goose egg from Ray Ray it's, McLeod. It's receiver. <sighs> yeah, it's a loss. Anyways, all right. Back tomorrow on Straight Fire. Talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.